Thanks for tuning in to Betting the NFL on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, fashion, wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LDR Network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's up, everybody? I'm Caleb Ochoa, also known as NFL Caleb 22. This is Betting the NFL, uh, the special AFC North edition. Um, we do have two AFC North fans in the house with us. Um, Jose from Lunchback Hot Take, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. And we have Hendo from Ravens Online on Deep Keepers. How you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate and it. my co-host, Derek Weatherly, also known as D-Weezy. What's up, man? D-Weezy. Weezy. <laughs> yes, what's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's enjoying themselves. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like I said, we have the AFC North to talk about this week. Um, we pushed this off episode for a long time because the Sean Watson thing would not get settled. Um, we, I mean, we had no lines to go off of a win-loss total, so we had no idea how to bet this. Finally, that suspension came down. Now we got the line. Now we can do this show. And we, like I said, we have our two guests here uh, to talk about the AFC North to give you that knowledge and insight that we all need um, for you to be a better, better. And that's what we're about on this uh, on this show to make you a better, better and give you more information um, so you can make smarter and uh, better bets. Um, so yeah, we'll get into it. Oh yeah. So like I said, we're trying to help you out. So if you can help us out by liking. Uh, uh, this video and subscribing if you have if you have not and if you want to help us even more uh you know there's a link in the patreon uh to our patreon below so if you want to you know help us out and support us uh go and click that link and uh see what uh tier fits you but we will start um this AFC North talk with the um the Baltimore Ravens who are the favorites to win the division at plus 145 what? Um, they're oh, yes, they are the favorites. Favorite? <laughs> they yes. are the favorites. The Baltimore Ravens win loss total over and under is at 10 and a half. Um, okay. but la- we'll go with see- last season. Um, they went eight and nine, they were last in the AFC North. Uh, they did not make the playoffs. Um, they lose in the offseason. Tavon Young, Alejandro Villanueva, wide receiver Sammy Watkins, uh, Marquise Brown. Um, let me scroll down here. Anthony Averett, um, Derek Wolf, Chris Board, Justin Ellis, and Deshaun Elliott. Um, they yeah. add uh, safety Marcus Williams, cornerback Kyle Fuller, defensive lineman Michael Pierce, tackle Morgan Moses, running back Mike Davis, and defensive lineman Brett Urban. In the draft, they take in the first round safety Kyle Hamilton from out of Notre Dame, center Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. In the second round, they take David Ojabo from Michigan. And in the third, they take Travis Jones out of UConn. He's the tackle. Um, so, yeah, the Ravens got to a hot start. Uh, they went 8-3 for the first 11 games. They got, you know, four horrible injuries. 
uh, and then they fell apart and they lost six straight. Um, but what do you guys think about y'all's Ravens' chances going into the 2022 season? We'll start with you, Jose. All right. Well, look, it, I acted a little surprised. I, I figured the Bengals would be the favorites because they were in the Super Bowl. But it, it doesn't surprise me that they're going to pick the Ravens, right? Like, yes, we, you know, me and Hendo, we're critical of our team. You know, we, we, you know, we point out the the issues that they have. But at the end of the day, I think they still had the best quarterback in the division. I think they had the best player in the division. And a big reason why they were eight and nine is because he he missed the last was it six games, five or six games, and you know, the team as a whole was just injured. So it doesn't surprise me that they look at this team and say, just from the simple fact that they get healthy, that makes them a, a better team all around. And yeah, they did add some pieces like Marcus Williams um, and they drafted Kyle Hamilton. So the expectation is that the secondary is significantly better. And you also get Marcus Peters back and uh, Marlon Humphrey back um, at corner. So they're looking at it and saying the Bengals with Jamar Chase, as talented as he is, and T. Higgins, right? Um, they're going to have a tougher time against this team with those guys in the lineup, right? All things being equal, they're going to have a tougher time. And, you know, Lamar can do Lamar things, right? Nobody can stop him either. So that doesn't surprise me. But look, man, the Bengals were young. They still made it to the to the Super Bowl. They made it to the Super Bowl with a bad offensive line. Um, they improved the offensive line uh, this offseason. And Jamar Chase is still, I mean, what is he, 23? Jeez. Um, right. <laughs> I, I, I give them the edge just because, look, man, like they, they, they did it with a young team. And, you know, they're a year older now. They got, they got a little bit more experience, and they improved the O-line. So I personally, even though I'm a Ravens fan, I would give them the edge, but it doesn't shock me at all that the Ravens are favored. I know. Um, yeah, like he said, I'm not surprised that they would pick them um, eight and three before Lamar went down, even with all the injuries. Um, we added some pieces. I think the the best or the the, the thing that – will help the most is the offensive line additions. Now, if Ronnie Stanley comes back, that's going to help tremendously. And that transforms this offense altogether. As in 2019, when Lamar's protected, he does even more amazing things than he does right now. So with that being said, I can see why they would pick him, pick us, I'm sorry, to win the division. With Jose, Cincinnati is, is the creme de la creme so to speak, right now, because I think that they address more of their weaknesses than we did. We have some cohesion issues right now because it's it's a lot of pieces that haven't played together just yet, and they haven't had that chance to gel. Wide receiver is a, a big hole on this team. We don't know what we're going to do with the passing game. Um, Steve Young said it best. We don't have a sophisticated passing offense, and that might be a hindrance. Now, in a regular season, we normally dominate with our run game. Like, we run through teams. But if Morgan Moses isn't what he is supposed to be, if Ronnie Stanley isn't back, if we don't figure out the left guard position, we may even struggle running the ball because even though it is preseason, we're not running the ball very well. And I think that the line is going to be most critical to what we do. Now, this high price secondary that we have, listen, it's a passing league now. And I think that if if we play defense the way that we're capable of, it's going to keep us in games. But I'm not sure if we're going to score enough to win a division. 
Let yeah. me ask y'all, as Baltimore fans, where do y'all see that secondary uh, lining up against the wide receiver units of the other AFC North teams? Why do you do that? <laughs> so, wait, you're asking where our secondary, like, you mean who's lining up where? Uh, I guess, like, no, which, I mean, uh, like, how do they uh, stack up? He wants to know how, how you think it's Yeah, stack the secondary, up. Uh, you know, of course, I mean, Cincinnati's going to dominate every other team as far as their secondary, I think, right. as far as the division goes. I but, uh, like, as far as Pittsburgh and Cleveland and just how do you see Pass your secondary team. matching up against those wide receiver units? All right, so I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, it's a it's a passing league now, right? So, top wide receivers, you know, they're going to get theirs for the most part, right? Um, a good secondary can slow them down. They can make them have you know a weird game, um, make it make it tougher for them. But you know, if they get theirs, they're going to get theirs. Like you're not that worried about it. I think this. I think we have one of the best uh, secondaries in the league, if healthy, and. We shouldn't be afraid to go into any game against any uh, passing offense and, um, and and compete with them. Will we completely shut them down? No. But I don't expect Jamar Chase and T. Higgins to go off the way they went off on this last season with everybody healthy. I don't think that's going to happen. And as long as they don't do that, you know, that'll keep us in games, you know, theoretically. So um, how do you match up with those guys? I'm not worried about it. Um, I think Pittsburgh, we got to see how the quarterback situation is looking because if they don't get that fixed, it ain't going to matter. <laughs> right. right. And of course, Cleveland uh, is going to miss, um, they're going to miss Deshaun Watson for us in a period of time. And obviously, um, I'm not moved by uh, who, who who's a quarterback over there. It's um, Josh Rosen, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, yeah. And, and, and now we're hearing Josh Rosen might be and competing. Dogs. Josh yeah, and dogs. So, yeah, I, again, um, it does that they don't scare me. Yeah, I mean, once again, it's all contingent upon health. If we are healthy, we can be one of the better teams in the league. And more importantly to me, it is Mike McDonald. Um, his scheme is is what's gonna dictate how we play these teams. Cause I think Wink Martindale, he blitzed too much. He left his corners on the island, even though they weren't up to starting quality for some of them. So if he gets that fixed, potentially we have the makings of the best secondary in the league. So I think we stack up very well, but it's a passing league and rules are kind of swayed towards offense. So no matter how good your secondary is, they have the advantage. Um, if we don't get a pass rush, it's going to be a long day. But I think look at, even looking back, I'm sorry, even looking back to last year, even with the replacement players that we had against Cincinnati, at least for a half, we kept it close. It's just that they just couldn't keep up the whole game. So I think, We'll be just fine. May not shut everybody down, but I think we are going to be 100 times better than we were last year. Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of potential behind this team. Um, You know, you definitely had a massive injury front across the board, different positions, you know, depth, just to a certain degree, at a certain point, it's hard. Not that they can't field a 53-man roster, but you're not going to be able to go out there and play to your full potential if you don't have a solid roster around you. And I think, as you as y'all have said, health will be something that comes into play. They've definitely improved their offensive line where, you know, the name of the game is keeping your quarterback upright regardless of who you're walking out there with. And 
with a player like Lamar Jackson, he has the ability to make players around him better. Even if, you know, you don't see him running downfield, that mobility behind the line of scrimmage to allow players and wide receivers to extend plays, break off from routes, even if it's, you know, almost that sandlot fat uh, fashion that you'll see the quarterback breaking from the pocket, just pointing downfield, just go. You know, he has that ability to make those receivers around him better. So I do think there's a lot of potential that this team can definitely get a double-digit win season. Um, You know, there's been talk and that the coaching staff, you know, has been what's been holding this team back. And, you know, it's something I've heard from Jose and Hendo, you know, in just large doses and it's almost like if they could get out of their way a little bit, it would benefit the team. But as I said, you know, you have that best player in uh, Lamar Jackson. It definitely changes the game when you are, when you're actually on the field taking snaps. Yeah. Well, I guess I gotta be the positive one. Like always. Uh <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, I have you definitely uh, uh, go, um, looking good this season um, because I just go I, when I have a bet I just go by trends. Trends says when you have Lamar Jackson healthy, you win more than uh, ten games or more. That's that's what the number is. The number is at ten and a half. Um, and honestly, you were on the trajectory to win more than that, more than uh, more than ten games last year before you got uh, lost Lamar Jackson to injury. So I understand mm-hmm. why you could not do that again this season. Um, when you approved on your off the line, which one of your weaknesses and another weakness was your secondary and that passing defense, and you strengthened that as well. Um, so with a, a healthy, some healthy running backs, I mean, I don't, uh, um, yeah, you guys don't have like great receivers, obviously, but that's not really the offense you're going to run. And we're not talking about whether you can win the Super Bowl or not. We're just talking about the season and your rec- record wins in the regular season, and that, it shows that's working. It's working. It's winning yeah. games with it. Now I just yeah. want to point out, like I, I, I do think they're gonna win more than ten games. I just think the Bengals are gonna win more. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't think I don't think the Ravens are gonna be a bad, uh, a bad team uh, this season. I think I had them winning like twelve or thirteen games. I think the Bengals. I mean, they'll be right there with the Bengals. I think the Bengals are gonna win a lot of games this year too. That, that's that's the only thing. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, I, I um I, I like the the Ravens' chances this uh, this year. I think they're gonna win uh, the division. Um, I would, I would put not the, not, not, I'm not putting all the money on them. Um, like I said, uh, the, you can, what multiple ways I would probably have it with the, with, with the Ravens, uh, it's going to be a close battle with the Bengals. Um, but that's how I would split it uh, on, on my bets. And, but I would uh, definitely, um, take the over. So yeah, Derek, what is your final bet? Um, yeah, I'm going with the over. The book I had it at had it at ten games, but still going over, getting that double digit wins. Um, I would probably have to. I think I'd have to lean with Cincinnati, but this is definitely if you're talking about the top two potential for winning the division, especially after the way the Deshaun Watson suspension came out. I think Cincinnati and Baltimore and uh, Baltimore are right there at the top of the list. If you know both are very close, similar in price as far as odds, um, but me personally, I I wouldn't be le- uh, playing Baltimore to win the division. All right, Jose. 
Um, yeah, I, I think the same. You know, definitely over on, on ten wins. Um, who wins the division? I would get that edge to Cincinnati. All right. Uh, and uh, uh, I know. Um, yeah, I agree. They'll win more than 10 games health-wise contingent, but I just think Cincinnati is going to take the division probably by one game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I guess we'll get to the Cincinnati Bengals, um, who are the second uh, uh, second to win the, the division at plus 175. Uh, their over under win total is at nine and a half. Um, they let's see. Last season they let's see. I can't find it. Um, they go ten and seven. They're first in the AFC North. Uh, they did make it to the playoffs and they went made it all the way to Super Bowl. Um, they lose in the off season. Trey Wayne's Bradley Reef, defensive lineman Larry Ogunjobi, tight end CJ Uzoma, uh, defensive lineman White Ray, and receiver Auden Tate. They add. Uh, Lyle Collins, Ted uh, Karras guard, tight end Hayden Hurst, and guard Alex Kappa. In the draft, they take safety Daxon Hill out of Michigan. Um, they, in round two, they take cornerback Cam Taylor-Britt and Nebraska. In round three, they take these tackles Zachary Carter out of Florida. Uh, so, yeah, this team, um, with a big big surprise, um, at least to me, um Making it all the way to the Super Bowl, I did not think they would do that after going a uh, four win, uh, a four win team the year before. Joe Burrow coming out of injury definitely didn't see that coming, but they uh, they do fall to the Rams in the Super Bowl. But how do you like their chances going into the 2022 season, Hendo? Oh, um, as you said before, I think they're going to win a division. Um, you take a look at this team, and last year Joe Burrow was entering his second season. He didn't even uh, complete his first coming off an injury. So now he's had a full season under his belt. They improved the offensive line dramatically. Um, I'm a little bit trepid about their center because they let their center go. And I think uh, Karras or Kappa is going to be moved over to center. I'm not sure, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. Uh, Defensively, they had issues with the backfield with Eli Apple. They seem to have addressed that somewhat. Well, I so, mean, how many people haven't had issue with Eli Apple in the defensive backfield? <laughs> I mean, let's be real about fact. that. And but and they, and they went out and they drafted some people. So I think that everything that they took as a weakness, they've improved on. And then you have another year experience with Joe Barrow on the center, so that gives them a little bit of an advantage. Um, they went to the Super Bowl. No expectations. Now, the one thing that might get them is that expectation, that weight on their shoulder of being the hunted instead of being the hunters. But I think that with the talent that they have, they'll overcome it because one issue I have with the Ravens that I've I've argued and, and went to bat for is you can overcome a bad offensive line with play calling. If you have the right play calling, you can kind of mask some things and get around it. And he did that last year. They didn't draft that offensive lineman. They went and got Jamal Chase, and we see what happened. So, listen, I think the Bengals are going to win 13, maybe 14 games and take the division. I was going to say, is it just me, or does it seem like over the past two, three years, the Bengals, as far as the NFL in a whole, there haven't been too many teams that have retained more players and, you know, like addressed holes, like, you don't hear about uh, 
a lot of turnover as far as people wanting to leave. Like, and that in a lot of ways, you know, you, you mean for the Bengals? Play. Yeah. I mean, look, when, when you're not, look, when you're not a good team, like people don't really pay attention to what moves you're making. Right. True. So, I mean, there might've been high turnover. Maybe not. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Like I haven't really paid that, that much attention to them. I mean, we pay attention to as much as, you know, we, we play them twice a year, but you know, when they're not, but they're not a good team. You're not studying a team uh, that hard, right? But we knew the minute they drafted Joe Burrow that they were going to uh, try to make moves. That's what most teams try to do for their 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 young quarterback when they think they had their franchise guy. That's when they start adding pieces. Um, I knew when they when they drafted Jamar Chase, that was that was going to be a problem, right? They they got T Higgins. I said, okay, fine. They doubled down when they needed offensive line and said, no, we're going to get Jamar Chase. We'll figure that out later. I said, okay. They really trying to get this guy his weapons now, and they'll figure out the offensive line later. Uh, they figured it out sooner uh, sooner than I thought they would. I didn't think they're going to completely revamp their O line in one off season, hmm. but they did, and I think yeah. it's going to be a problem. But like Hendo uh, mentioned, the one thing that could go in their favor is that now the focus is on them, and they are young, you know. And how would they handle that expectation? Uh, how would they handle a Super Bowl hangover? Right. Uh, those, and I think that's that might be what the betting odds are are are, are banking against that young team, not that much experience, and how do they handle bouncing back from a Super Bowl loss? So those those are the things that are are playing against them. But man, they got the time to get over that. <laughs> they got the time to get over that. So yeah, I until until I see differently, I would I would still go with the Bengals. Um, like Hendo said, thirteen fourteen games. And um, win division. And and to your to your point, Derek, um, when you have what I call like the Scotty Pippen effect, when you have a team that doesn't have really good players, some of them want to secure their their future, so they sign these long term deals for less money and they stick around. Other teams didn't want them because technically they weren't really that good, and that's why the Bengals have struggled. It's just that they put the right pieces in the right places. Now, another thing that we have to take into consideration is the Bengals play the fourth-place schedule. They're not playing a fourth-place schedule anymore. They're playing a first-place schedule, so that's another thing that mm, could bring yeah. them back down to earth, possibly. So, yeah, there's point. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was actually something I was trying to pull up real quick. Was yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll say that's my um, yeah, like I said, I, I agree. That's big, my base point about the schedule is that they do uh, have uh, one of the toughest schedules in the league. I think their third toughest schedule, uh, um, they have third um, toughest strength of schedule in the league. And uh, honestly, I'm not sold on them. Uh, I don't like teams coming off of a Super Bowl loss. Um, and um, I, I don't think they, I think they were, um, le- they way overachieved uh, last season. Um, I think, um they got lucky in those two uh, playoff wins against the Raiders and Titans. I don't think this team is a, some world-beating team. They lost to the the Bears and the Jets and got swept by the Browns. Um, so I, I'm just not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I, I understand they have a lot of t- uh, talent, but uh, as a as a full team, I just I, I'm still even not even sold on the coach. Uh, I don't know if he's that great of a coach. All good um, points. So I'm um, uh, I'm still think yeah they have too much challenge to be like they're not gonna fall off a cliff, but I'm not gonna take them to win this vision. I, I haven't fighting for the vision, but they're all uh, ultimately gonna lose out to the Ravens. Um, but they, I still have them with the over, 
um, because their over is at, uh, like I said, it was at nine and a half. That, that number is pretty low, um, which which means I, I got to take the over because um, it, that, that's too, too good of a number for me to take the under on that one. So, um, but like I said, I would still put a small, I wouldn't put all my money on the Ravens, but small, you can, you, I mean, it's, I mean, there's no rules on how much you can put on one team. Um, you can put, uh, as I said, I put a portion on the Ravens win, but I would, would put a little money on the Bengals to, uh, to win the division as well. Just, uh, just to cover my bases on that. Now you had all good points about the Bengals and not believing in them. And I had those same doubts, but when I saw them get down to Kansas City twice and once in the playoffs and come back and beat them, that's when I said maybe they're for real. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and sometimes they just get sparked, and uh, sometimes uh, teams make a run, but then they come back to under earth next season and they don't have a good a season. And that's what we, that's why I always said I'm not betting on the playoffs of how well they're going to do in the playoffs. I'm betting on the regular season, the season. how many how how, how they're going to how much wins they're going to make, and I have to go by. Uh, what I think, how they're going to do in the regular season. And I, 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 that's how I, I get it. it. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like me, I'm taking the over nine and a half uh, on the Bengals. But looking at these four teams in the division, if you were to look at one that might be a surprise to go under their number, it's possible that, you know, they could finish maybe with a nine win season right there on the cusp. Um, you know, quick look at their schedule. They got Cowboys. I know I've seen the Buccaneers, the Chiefs, Titans, Bills, all nine division uh, opponents that are going to be tough matchups and probably top five teams throughout the season, regardless when they play them. Um, you know, as I said, you know, I'm, I believe in the Bengals. I like what they've done with the O-line. And, you know, as y'all said, they they drafted somebody that they thought was their quarterback. Everything seemed appointed that that was correct. They got weapons to put around them. Now they're trying to address the O-line. That seems to be in place. Um, you know, they're a dangerous team out there. And so, yes, I think all of us sort of have the same consensus that Baltimore and Cincinnati probably both finish with about double-digit wins. It's just a question of who's first and who's second. Um, but yeah, I definitely have to go over the nine and a half, uh, with this team. All right. You got then for the division, uh, you have any chance? No, I got them winning the division. Oh, you got them winning the Okay. Um, Jose, what was your final bets? Yeah. Same thing over nine and a half. And right. I have the win in the division. And the ditto over nine and a half winning the division. Okay, we'll be moving on to the it's uh to the no it's actually the Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah, so a uh, team with a lot of drama this uh <laughs> this off season, but last season, uh they go eight and nine, uh they would finish third in the AFC North. Uh, they not make the playoffs in the off season. They lose Baker Mayfield, um Jarvis Landry, uh tight end Austin Hooper, cornerback Troy Hill. Receiver Richard Higgins, linebacker Elijah Lee, and linebacker Mac Wilson. They add um, Deshaun Watson, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Tavon Bryan, his lineman Isaiah Rochelle, receiver Jakeem Grant, and edge rusher Stephen Weatherly. And uh, in the draft, um, they didn't have their first uh, first two picks in the draft, so they take in round three cornerback uh, Martin Emerson out of Mississippi State. He's been Alex Wright out of UAB and receiver David Bell out of. Her do. 
Um, yeah, this uh, first offseason was so much drama. I, the, I think the biggest story was Deshaun Watson, um, how they brought him in, his suspension, and, you know, all the drama with Baker uh, leaving that team. Um, so with all this chaos going on in the offseason, what do you guys think about the Cleveland Browns' chances in this division? We'll start with you, Derek. Um, honestly, I think as far as winning the division, it's not going to be something that's going to be on the table. Those first 11 games, even if they're able to bring in somebody like a Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think it's going to add too many wins to the, um, table. I'm not a big believer, uh, that Jacoby Brissett or Josh Rosen, if he even gets snaps, um, they're not difference makers. Um, they're, you know, Brissett's shown that he's, for the most part, a career backup, serviceable over a three, four game stretch. But when you start talking a majority of the season, it hadn't really panned out for him in the past. Um, it's quite possible that we see Kareem Hunt get moved sometime. Um, he's requested a trade out of Cleveland. There's been a number of players that have wanted out of Cleveland. Um, whether it be o- OBJ, Jarvis Landry. We saw there at the end that Baker Mayfield was extremely unhappy with the organization and how things were handled. Um, so, as you know, drama is definitely the understatement with this team when it comes to the offseason. Uh, and I think some of that's definitely going to have an effect on the team as far as on the field. Um Talent-wise, I do think they have a strong defense that, depending on who's on the other side, could go out there and potentially win them games, keep the opposing team's offense sub-20 points. But there's also going to be games where if if their offense can't stay out on the field, the defense is only going to be able to last so long. All right, Jose? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, they have talent, clearly, offense and defense. Obviously, you know, um, the run game, um, adding a – bringing in Amari Cooper uh, was, was a huge help. Uh, you know, a healthy Nick Chubb and um, and a Kareem Hunt as well because Kareem Hunt missed some time too, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they can – they will be able to compete because I think even with Jacoby Brissett um, – same strategy, right? You don't need him to throw a whole lot. That's basically what they try to do with Baker. Limit his passing, uh, run the offense through the run game, and just make smart decisions with the ball when you have to pass the ball. Problem is, uh, I don't think Jacoby Brissett can do a much better job than Baker. I mean, maybe he does a little bit better, but not much better. Um, the other teams in the division are getting better, and it's just going to be hard to keep up with Deshaun Watson uh, out for so long 11 games is a long time and i think a lot of things will be decided by then but not not completely decided right so when he comes back he still has six games to um try to get them back in it so it'll be interesting to see how he looks that and that's the other part of it too how's he look coming off such a long layoff he basically yeah. didn't play all last year and he's gonna miss a good chunk of this season um what kind of rest is he gonna have but this year, I, I don't see them making it, but I don't think they're worried about this year. They invested for the long term. And then, yeah. So if this were the early two thousands, perfect team because what they're going to do is run the ball and play defense. Um, yeah. 
you want to talk about a team that reminds you of like 2000 Shades Ravens. I was about like, to say they bought them on yeah. light. Yeah. They bought them on. Listen, defensively, they have what? Uh, Johnson, safety, uh, Greg Newsom, corner, Denzel Ward. Like the defensive backfield is, is stacked, just like us. May not be on the same talent level, but they're stacked. Um, they got Clowney, Miles Garrett. Defense is going to keep them in games. Um, Chubb, Henderson, uh, Hunt, they're going to run the ball. They're just going to ask Jacoby or Joshua Dobbs, because I don't even think Rosen's going to be in the equation, to kind of game manage. So I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep them close, and I don't think they're going to do much, because even when um, Deshaun comes back, he's been, like Jose said, he's been off for a year. But more importantly, he can't practice with the team. So right. for the whole 11 games, there's no practice. So you're supposed to just come off the street cold and, and mesh with the team. You'll get a week of pra- practice and walkthroughs in. They're not going to do much. I, I would, I'd be surprised if Cleveland wins seven games. Uh, and uh, the, the, the over and under win total is at eight, set at eight and a half. Their um, odds to win the division are at plus 375. And, yeah, like you guys are saying, I don't really believe in this team. I don't think you go into a season with Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback. Though you do have, like you were saying, the defense uh, and pretty much stacked talent they have. Um, but obviously they got decimated at receiver. They brought in Murray Cooper. Um, but he's basically the only guy you got ready to throw to. And, um, yes, you got Well, Donovan Peoples-Jones, too. All right. True. Uh, but I mean, but he's, I, so, he's somebody to watch out for. But I don't, I don't know if he's going to have the season that – that Cleveland's going to need him to have. Right. And I also think they were counting on Jakeem Grant um, as being a receiver and in yes. special teams. And he's out on IR. He's out for the yeah. year. So yeah. that hurts them even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I don't like him. You can't, yeah, even with the Sean, Mary Pittman was back in split six games. And it really didn't matter to me how many games uh, Sean Watson was going to play. You can't come off uh, a year and a half or now a year, almost two years now, uh, when he, by the time he does come back. And, and expect to play well. Like, that's just not going to happen. Um, and and um, Jacoby Brissett in his career just uh, is, is a losing quarterback. He's 14 and 23 in his career. Um, ha- hasn't shown too much production when he was a starter. Um, and just the fact that he's with this chaotic franchise, I mean, I, I just don't know how you can be successful as a quarterback. Matt, if Brissett was with any up. other organization right now, I'd look at you and go, can we count the Miami years? But him being in Cleveland now, yeah, it's the same story. Yeah, exactly. So that that he, I would have to go with the under eight and a half, um, and would put no money on them, no shot to win the division. At but, uh, nope. Yeah, no, definitely, I wouldn't touch them as far as the division. Uh, I'll be going under on that eight and a half. Um, yeah, just. There's there's too much dysfunction going on with that team. Uh, I think they definitely get more than your you know they won't be one of the bottom teams in the league. They'll have more than four or five wins, but I think they finish in that six seven win range. Right. And you both got them on the under. Okay. Yes, I have I have them under right, but okay. I'm gonna say this. I, I might I might throw. A couple of dollars on them, right? right? Like, 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 if I had to spend two dollars on the Mega Millions, or or put two dollars down on this, right? Okay, because the John Watson, um, 
Oh, we lost him for a second. Yeah, Sean Watson coming back. It, it's a he's a wild card, and you don't feel good about it. But he's a very talented quarterback at the end of the day. And if it takes him a game to get into it, and he's you know he's he's back in the swing of things, then it makes things very interesting. And I think Jacoby Brissett, uh, while I don't think he's going to have them winning necessarily, uh, he can do enough for them to win a few games. Wow, he's out. Well, let, let me ask you this. How many games do you think they can win with Jacoby Brissett? Three. I think, okay. they win, I, think, I think they win three or four, right? Okay, so and, with it, well, this is what I'm getting at. With this number, more or less, then ask yourself, how many games do you think Deshaun Watson can win after coming back? <laughs> that's that's the question, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm not saying yeah. it's an easy question, but, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. the challenge here. Because, you know, you know, if, if Deshaun Watson came in and, and got the on six game win streak, you wouldn't be surprised. If he went in there and didn't win another game, you wouldn't be surprised either, right? So, uh, you know, even if you take the middle and say three, you know, that still has them under, which is why I have them under. But you know, if you if you have a couple of spare dollars, you just want to say, okay, I'll, I'll put a little bit on them. You know, uh, it ain't the worst bet in the world. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Well, in all fairness, the Cleveland Browns do not have the lowest odds to win the division in the oh, division. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, they do not. And we'll get to that team that has the lowest odds at plus 900 um, to win the division, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, their over under win total is set at seven and a half games. And last season, uh, this team was 9 7 and 1. They were second in the AFC North. Um, in the offseason, they lose um, linebacker Joe Schobert, um, receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, guard Trey Turner, receiver James Washington, and receiver Ray Ray McLeod. Uh, they added linebacker Miles Garrett, Duke's lineman Larry Ojobi, quarterback Mitchell Trubisky, safety Monte Casey, cornerback Lee Wallace. Guard James Daniels and center Mason Cole. In the draft, they take Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pitt in the first round. In the second round, they take receiver George Pickens out of Georgia. And in the third, they take defensive lineman Marvin Leal out of Texas A&M. Um, so, yeah, this season, um, you know, it was last, last season they went, they at least got to the playoffs, even though Ben Roethlisberger was aging. Um, they're going into this season uh, with uh, for the first time without him in like 18 years. Um, so that, that's, they have the biggest turnover at the uh, most important position. So how, how do you think that will turn out um, for them this season, Jose? Uh, Hendo says he's back. Uh, yeah. uh, but um, I think, surprisingly enough, uh, it, it might be, they might be in a better position. Like Ben Roethlisberger was a shell himself in his career, right? Um, and it showed. And I think they, yeah, they, those they last two, three years were miserable. Yeah, I mean, stat-wise, he didn't look bad, but I think they did a great job just game planning for, you know, lack of arm strength and just, you know, I, I, you know, a poor O-line as well, right? They couldn't protect him either. So, you know, and I don't think they've gotten better, much better at, at the O-line position. So, but that being said, whether it's Mitch Trubisky or King Pickett, these are two quarterbacks that they decided this is who they want. This, is, this isn't a... Hey, you know, our guy got hurt and we're stuck with this guy, or you know, we just missed out on these guys. Like, this is basically who you know the, the guys that they want. Uh, we we know Mike Tomlin's uh record up to this point is he he hasn't had a losing season. So I think getting the quarterback in there 
you know, one of those two quarterbacks, whoever they end up starting, I think they're going to feel comfortable with playing that guy. I think um, they're going to coach him up. Right. And, and um, I mean, they have all the talent on offense um, and, and, you know, George Pickens looks like another monster that they added uh, defensively. You know, they, they, they have, I mean, they have everything. They, they were just in the playoffs. Um, I don't think they're going to be much worse than that. I mean, there might be some downgrade, but I don't think they'll be much worse than that. What's what's the line on them? Uh, seven and a half games. Seven and a half, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm taking that, man. I'm taking that. I I think they, they I think they win nine games. For being honest, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm listen. I'm taking that bet all day. As he said, Mike Tomlin, he's <laughs> never had a losing season. Um, he may not have the quarterback that everybody thinks it, it, that that team needs, but they can't be any worse than Ben. Like you, like you said, Ben was a lamed up the last couple of years. Um, they got Najee Harris. Now, the big question is going to be that offensive line. It was a problem. They tried to address it. Even Tomlin came out this week and said, look, I'm not happy with these guys. Like, they're not they're not earning their money, yep. so to speak. So they'll, they'll have to find ways around it. But I think defensively, once again, AFC North, defensively is where they'll dominate you know, with, with T.J. Watt and even bringing in Mike Flores. I mean, um, oh, wow, the disrespect. Brian Flores. Brian, Brian Flores. I'm sorry, Brian Flores. Bringing in Brian Flores is going to help their defense tremendously. So, once again, defense is going to keep them in games. I think that um, even if it's Trubisky or if it's Pickett, they're, they'll do enough with this because, listen, wide receiving core, they got Deontay. They got a uh, Claypool. They got Pickens. If Calvin Austin comes back off an of injury, they have a team that that can move the needles a little bit for the passing game. And like I said, both of those quarterbacks, even um, Mason Rudolph, his arm is stronger than uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So passing, they'll be slightly better. I just don't think it'll be enough to get them in the playoffs. But I don't think that they'll have a losing record. Yeah, as far as this team, I'm definitely going to be riding with over. As far as the other fellas on the uh, panel have said, um, and part of that is, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk back around the draft that, you know, basically was Pittsburgh going to have another Dan Marino situation on their hands? Another good, strong, quality quarterback come out of Pitt University right there in their hometown, right there in their backyard, and go off and never play for the team and have a, for the most part, a, success, a successful career, you know, Hall of Fame worthy. Um, but uh, that being said, more or less, that paints the picture. This team is dedicated to making the quarterback position work, meaning they knew that they already had talent at the wide receiver position, but they felt maybe that not necessarily it was a concern, but you want to put weapons around, you know, you're bringing in a quarterback, you want to put weapons around them. You already have a couple pieces. You know, they pick up uh, George Pickens, just fitting right in line with that narrative. Um, And when you have a team that's dedicated to improving a specific unit on the uh, field, it may not show in the first year, but there's definitely an importance place there. So, when it comes to things like, uh, you know, especially with the game total wins, you know, you're talking about a team that hadn't finished under 500 in I don't know how many years off the top of my head, uh, however long Tomlin's been Over there, I game. believe. 
Yeah, you know, like, what is it? Tech, uh, taxes, death, and Steelers don't finish under 500. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, they, you know, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, yeah. And they don't even have to finish under 500. They can be eight, nine, and still, uh, still hit this over. Yeah, um, and that's, that's another fact. So, you know, even if you feel like that streak might be broke because this team isn't that talented, you can still hit on this over seven and a half because clearly the books are saying that they believe that the streak's coming to an end this year or they wouldn't have put the number where they did. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I like this type team better than, I guess, Vegas does because they have bought me out. Um, uh, even with uh, – whether they go with Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett, um, it, uh, I think Mitch Trubisky has had uh, some success. Um, he has been to the playoffs, and he has a winning record. When, um, well, it's because he had – you know, like you said, Endo, uh, if he had, um, they have good defense, and if you can have defense, um, that, that got him through with the Bears – but if they go with Kenny Pickett, he has familiarization um, with the surroundings. He, he's a four-year start in college. Uh, he won't – all that, I don't think he'll be a disaster. Um, you know, he wasn't the best prospect, but at least he'll be um, uh, somewhat competent of a quarterback, um, even in, in even in his rookie year, um, especially when he has um, Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool and George Pickett does not look like he's going to be good. Um so with all that surrounding him, I, I just don't see how this team can uh, just be uh, like like the Vegas seems to be saying like there's going to be disaster this year. I don't see that. I see the I I, I like the over definitely um, in this case. I think they went around nine games, um, uh, but like Jose was taking a little bit money on on, on the Browns. I'll put it, uh, just a tie bit my five bucks throw five bucks on the Steelers to w- w- win this division because plus nine hundred plus nine hundred. What, even if you're going to make a small bet at plus 100, you're going to make a, uh, you know, some good profit. Make some money, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Write that down. I agree, Caleb. I, I, I would do the same thing. Um, uh, I, I got them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Um, these are that seven. I'll take the over on that. And I'll put a little money on them. Like, man, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs last year. <laughs> right? Right. And they, and they made it. Um, you can't count out Mike Tomlin. And it's one of those things where these have to be – a little bit better, right? Like, it, Mr. Trubisky just has to be a little bit better than we thought, or Kenny Pickett just has to be a little bit better than we thought. And next thing you know, they could be uh, challenging for that division. You can't count them out until the final week. That's the scary mm-hmm. part about them. So yeah, nah, that's yeah, over and put a little, put a little money on them, a little, a couple dollars. And uh, yeah, I'm taking the over. They're not going to win the division, but they may challenge for the playoffs. They may. I'm not going 100 percent in on that, but it's easy money, so I'd put something on it. Eric? Yeah, like I said, I'm going to be riding with the over seven and a half here. All right. Um, that'll wrap up our talk on the AFC North, and we will get into our question portion of the show. Uh, if you have a question, um, just leave it down in the comments, and we will feature your question uh, and um, on this part of the show uh, next week. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and uh, leave a comment, have your question, we'll answer it for you. But um, do you guys, I asked you before uh, the show, uh, if you guys had a question about sports betting, um, and maybe me and Derek can answer that for you. Okay, all right. So uh, sports betting is, is um, I mean, I, I don't think it's become quite, I don't think it's become legal yet over here in Maryland, right? Um, yeah, the, the Maryland situation has gotten a little funky. It's in limbo at the yeah. moment. 
So okay, let's let's pretend for a second. Uh, it's legal. We I I go down to the horseshoe. I go to Maryland Live, you know, right. and I got I got I got twenty dollars. I'm brand new to this. Okay, because when we when, when we do lunch money bets, I always tell people, hey, if you, if 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 sports betting is is becoming legal where you're at, and you want to uh, get in on this, ask some questions. What what advice do you get to me? I I want to go and just put a couple of dollars down. I'm 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 new to this. I'm a little nervous, but I know I I want to. I want to go put some money down the Ravens or something else. What would you suggest a guy like me who uh, is very frugal with his money? Um, I got twenty dollars. Where, where, where do I go? Eric, you want to take it? Uh, sure. Um, the one thing I would suggest, and this is something I've heard uh, other people mention as well, um, especially if you're betting in a casino or physically in a sports book. Um, Basically, have yourself together. Know what you want to bet on or at least the games that you want to bet on. Um, You know, there's there's a a number system in a lot of books and more, you know, it it, it can be as simple as, you know, you just tell them what game you want to bet on, what side you're taking or something like that. But don't go up there with 20 questions because you will have a number of people in line and depending on what they're trying to bet. There's no telling when the closing time for that is. Um, and that can, that can definitely play a lot as far as factoring into a system or an approach to a game or matchup. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And if, um, like I said, you're only going there with 20 bucks. I mean, I'm, I'm like, that's what I do. I, I don't bet more than 20 bucks a week. Uh, Cause I don't really have that much money. Uh, uh so what I do, I, I mean, that's why I love parlays. Parlays will always, uh, you can bet a little, win a lot. Um, if, I mean, if, if the parlays cards are available, um, I, I do those. That's why I like doing. Um, they they give you, if you can get a teaser, um, that, that always helps. Um, it, it helps your odds, you know, immensely because I win a lot on, on the teasers because they give you larger point spreads and you get a better chance of winning. You don't win as much. But it's but if you're just betting twenty bucks, obviously you're just betting just to have some fun and maybe you know win a bet. Um, so that's why I would suggest um, if you're just looking, to, you know, spend a little money and you know. Have, have now you know who should have made the bet is the other half of Jose's LBHT and Ring Kings, uh, Brodney, Leon Edwards to upset. Uzman <laughs> to win outright was plus three, at least plus 300. I don't know what the odds for the KO was. But like B said, his with his bad luck, had he been on the eye Edwards, that would have been a first ahead. round knockout. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's not so, how this works. <laughs> In B's world, that's, how, that's exactly yeah. how it works. <laughs> Well then, I'm gonna need him to go out and bet every the opposite of every <laughs> single play I put down. Like that might be a strategy. We'll, we'll, we'll put that to the test. All right, Henry, you got anything? Yes, I have a very specific question for the both of you, okay. and this is gonna make you think a little bit. I hope. All right. So I need for you to give me the NFL team with the lowest odds that you think has the best chance to win the Super Bowl. The lowest oh. odds. Okay. Okay, uh, just give me time to. Yeah, I, I'll have to actually look at the odds because I get what you're asking. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, that, that, that's our what we're doing that show uh, next week. We are going over the 
uh, Super Bowl yeah. chances and um, MVPs and the um, comeback player of the year and all all, all those ancillary uh, things. We'll be doing that show next week and our um, picking a Super Bowl winner. But well, I mean, we, save it, save it, save it for your show. Then now I want you. Yeah, no, yeah. no, well, well, I mean, we're 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 not going to take the lowest side. So I mean, I'm, at least oh, I'm okay. not. I'm, I'm, so I can definitely answer your question th- this week. Uh, for the lowest odds, that you I think would has the best chance. I mean, shoot, I mean, uh, Jaguars. Jaguars in my head. No, no, you're thinking about it in the opposite Hey, Jose. Jose, I mean, that can actually win it. Yeah, all right. But okay, listen, listen. Doug Peterson, the coach now, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, Trevor Lawrence going to look like the real deal this year. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, you can take that bet and donate it to charity. That's what you can do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, looking at the odds, um, I think, I think the Chargers could be an interesting team uh, to win the Super Bowl. Uh, priced at plus 1,100, about fourth or fifth in the league as far as shortest odds. Um, you know, you do have the Baltimore Ravens at plus 1,600, which is still about top 10. Um, the 49ers are at the same price range, which – Depending on your feelings on uh, Trey Lance, um, could affect that some. Me personally, I don't think I'd play the San Francisco at that price. Um, An interesting long shot right behind them is the Philadelphia Eagles at plus 2,000. And we saw some of the acquisitions they made this offseason, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. And I think Jalen Hurts is better than Nick Folk, so – I'm not, I'm not sure that's saying yeah, much. But he won a Super Bowl. I, well, yeah. he didn't get him to the Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. He got him to the playoffs. He got him. No, to the he playoffs. won three. Hey, there have been horrible quarterbacks that have won three, four games in a row. This is true. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm looking at the the Titans at plus four thousand and the Raven, uh, the Raiders also at plus four thousand. I like those team two teams' um, chances. Um, because I'm, I'm very high on, on the Titans, definitely this season, and even, like we even just with Tannehill, even with Tannehill, like I, I'm, they they, they made it all the way to the championship. They made it all the way to the championship with Tannehill, and um, like I was talking about earlier uh, on this week on Good Friends Battle Rivals, um, that you don't need to be that great of a quarterback. You just need to be good enough to make uh, to win a Super Bowl. I mean, I think there's multiple examples of that. Um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but you know, you need a you you need a decent quarterback to win a Super Bowl. But he lost them a playoff game. He lost them. He lost them that game against Cincinnati. Those interceptions, horrible. Yeah, but that I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not taking them to win. I'm just looking at the. Who's Did, I understand. I understand. I, 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 get, I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, I, I would take them. You know, to if there's a little luck on the side and things fall their way, they I think that that'd be a good bet. And we like we were just saying, like, why why would I not take a l- little money at plus eight thousand with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, to you know, some things fall that way. Why not? You know, uh, that's pretty long odds, and they're you know they're well coached. So, um, I, I like uh, I would if I was gonna make that type of bet, you know, I put money on a, a stable franchise like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that hopefully that answers y'all's questions and. That's pretty much our show. So you can tell everybody where they can find you, and we'll start with you, Hendo. 
Okay, you can find me at Ravens Online on Gatekeeper on YouTube, or you can find me at Our Gatekeepers on Instagram or Twitter. Okay. All right. Uh, Lunch Break Hot Take is where you can find me. We do a live show every Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at LBHT Show. All right, Derek. Yeah, you can reach me at Backyard Action Media here on YouTube and also at dweatherly 90 on Twitter. And you can also catch me on this fella's show roughly about 8 p.m. with Lunch Money Bets every Wednesday live. All right, and you can find me at NFLKO22 on Twitter and Instagram and on this channel uh, on Mondays with Ferris uh, on Good Friends Battle Rivals. And you can uh, find my articles on our website at letsgetratenetwork.com. The the articles go along with this show. If you want a more in-depth look at my opinions about who who I think um, you should bet on. Um, So go check out that. Um, And, yeah, I'll be also doing uh, reviews of the new uh, Game of Thrones series, House of Dragons, on Sunday nights. Uh, Right after the show, we're going live, me and Justin, um, so if you like Game of Thrones, um, go, go go watch that as well. Um, but yeah, thank, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining, guys. Uh, it was fun. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, and for you all watching, uh, thanks for watching. And yeah, tune in next weekend. Like I said, doing uh, Super Bowl odds and MVPs and um, all that good stuff. So uh, check it out next week. <laughs>